you have an idea for a story but don't know where to start, either because you're totally new to fiction writing or, you know, maybe you're not, but you just have kind of the seed of an idea for your next novel, but you're not sure how to go about expanding it. So if either of those describe you, then this episode is for you. I am going to discuss how to get started when you have just the seed of an idea for a fiction story, but have no idea where to start beyond that. Okay, so stay tuned. Hi there, aspiring fiction author. Welcome to Fiction Author Business School. Do you want to write your stories with ease and confidence? Do you find yourself Googling how to write a fiction book or how to write a character arc? Do you want to create a fiction empire, but you can't even finish the story you're currently working on and you find yourself doubting it will even be good enough? Hi, I'm Liesl. I too have been writing stories since I was just a kid. I wanted to do something about my fiction writing dreams, but got information overload every time I looked for writing help because there's just so much out there on the internet. I wanted confidence that I wouldn't disappoint my readers and a plan to publish regularly. I knew the foundation of any author career, including the marketing aspect, is a stellar and well-written story, but I didn't know how to be sure that my story was solid. I went on a journey to figure out what really makes readers tick and how to incorporate those addictive elements into my story. In this podcast, you'll find specific tactical fiction writing tips, solutions to writing more words more efficiently, and secrets to mastering your author mindset. So put on your fuzzy slippers, grab a notebook and pen and some chocolate, and let's write some fiction. Okay, so I don't especially remember what my first novel idea was. (laughs) I do remember how some of them came to me and when, but I can't say that I remember having my first seed of an idea and not knowing how to expand it. I'm sure that happened, but it was so long ago and it was probably something I never ended up writing. I just always had so many ideas tumbling through my head that I don't remember one specific idea as being the first one. However, I do have something similar that I'm actually currently still working on, so I can definitely relate to this. Everybody, every author, has some idea at some point that comes to them and they know that what they have is good, that it it could be the, the germ of a great story, but, you know, beyond just the basic premise or a kind of passing notion of an idea, we're not sure where to go with it, right? So for me, years ago, I wanted to write a short story to enter a writing contest. And I always knew that eventually I wanted to venture into the high fantasy genre because it's a genre that I love to read. So I decided that I was going to write a story about a boy and a dragon. Um, It was a short story, a short story competition, and I am a long-winded writer, which just means that I have a much tougher tougher time keeping my word counts small than I do making it large, okay? I generally write long novels. So anyway, when I wrote the short story, I think it was something like 11 or 12,000 words, but I had to have my critique group, my author group, cut it down for me and help me cut it down, I guess I should say, because I remember that 7,500 words was the max that I could do. Um, Now, in terms of the contest, the story did okay. It didn't win any awards or anything. I think it got an honorable mention, but here's the thing. Every single person who read it, both in my critique group and also the judges for the contest who gave me feedback... All of them asked if I was planning to expand it into a series. They said it was super interesting. The world building I had done had a lot of potential and they wanted to see it expanded into a bigger story. Now that was fine, but I was not thinking about expanding it into a bigger story when I wrote it. I only had that little snapshot that was the short story. So I kind of got excited about it and I wanted to expand it, but I, I had no idea where to go with it. I didn't know. I didn't have anything planned. I didn't have a magic system in place. I didn't have a lot of the world building done. I didn't know who the character would, would become outside of that short story. So you see, that's very similar to someone who was maybe just starting out with the seed of an idea with nowhere, no idea where to take it, right? 
I had to figure out how to expand the story, what to do first, how to make it complete and well-rounded and compelling. Um, so that's what we're talking about today. And before I go into what I did, both things that helped me and things that hindered me and what you should do, let me give you a couple of disclaimers here. First of all, it took me years to write the story. So I said a minute ago that I am still working on this and I am, I'm really close to being finished with book one of the series and I'm going to put it on Kindle Della as an experiment. So probably sometime in the next few months, I'll do a podcast series about my Kindle Vela experiment. So keep an eye out for that. But there are a lot of reasons that it took me so long to write it. Really, it's been probably seven or eight years now since I wrote that short story. Um, part of it was that I truly didn't know where I was going with it. So I would back burner it in favor of another story or series that I felt like I had a better handle on. Um, in the early days, I also consciously knew that I wanted this story to be epic, that I wanted it to be high quality. Like I said, I'm a big fan of high fantasy series. And so I kind of had it up on a pedestal and <laughs> I wanted mine to be as good as the stories that I loved. I wanted it to be Robert Jordan or Brandon Sanderson level writing. And I knew that at the time, seven or eight years ago, I was not good enough to do that. I just didn't have enough writing under my belt. I was not skilled enough. And so I would kind of work on it a little bit and then get discouraged and back burner it again. Then a few years ago, I started writing a chapter a week and sending it to my critique group. And even that was backburnered. I was working more intensively on other projects, but I was just kind of very slowly, you know, chugging away, getting the story written. Um, anyway, I digress. But my point is that it can take years for a story to come to fruition, and that's okay. The next thing is going to feel a little bit contradictory. So I'm going to say that while not every idea you have is going to end up being a really well-received, compelling story, every idea can become that. And yes, I know that sounds very contradictory. Um, here's the thing. I truly believe that any idea you have, any premise you have that you can come up with, you have the potential and ability to make that into a bestseller. I truly, I believe that. Now, it's also true that most writers will write a few things that are, do not become runaway bestsellers. And that is usually because they are not skilled enough to make them that way yet. Okay. I believe if you have the right tools, you have the right sequences, and you're willing to do the work, absolutely anything that you come up with can be exactly what you want it to be. The problem is that most authors just don't take the time to do that. They're really excited about their story. You know, they want it to be exactly what they first envisioned. And so they hurry and write it and they, you know, it can be anything from, you know, maybe the character arcs aren't well fleshed out. Maybe the story isn't well-rounded. Maybe it's missing elements. Maybe it's just that they write with a lot of passive voice or, you know, their, their sentence structure and word choice isn't good. I mean, anything like that. We all know that there's a lot of things that can make a novel be less than successful. But the point is, if you're willing to put in the work, I truly believe that anything can become exactly what you want it to be. As I said before, it's just a matter of doing the work. And if you don't, or if you're not skilled enough, then maybe it won't. So that's why I say, again, not everything, every idea you come up with will become a compelling novel, but it can, if you're willing to do the work. Okay. So here's what you need to do. This is, I kind of came up with a list. If you have that seed or that germ of an idea and you're not sure where to go with it, these are the things that you need to do to get started fleshing out your story. Um, the first is that you need to start with the internal. Now, anyone who's been listening to me for a long time know that, knows that I'm really big on this. And it can be really difficult. Now, chances are whatever seed of an idea that you came up with, it's probably not internal. Unless you're a romance writer through and through or something, 
we generally come up with a premise based on either the world building or a particular scene we have in mind or a plot event, right? So it's very rare to come up with the internal first. And you know what? That's okay. I'm not saying you have to come up with the internal when you first get the germ of the idea. But when you start to flesh it out and create the novel and create the story and the characters around it, you really need to start with the internal. So to use my example about the boy and his dragon, I need to figure out who the boy was, who he was going to become in the greater series. I needed to figure out how he was going to change, what his personality was going to be, what his conflicts were, how he was going to interact with his world, how he was going to interact with the villain. I had to come up with a villain because I actually didn't really have one in the short story. Um, but it has to be internal first. So if you're really, really new to writing and you have no idea what I mean when I say internal, this is what I mean. Every story is about a character changing, period. The character has to change over time. They have to overcome something. They have to learn something new. It has to, you know, the things that happen to them in the story have to change them in some way. You need to base your story on that. Number one, figure out what the internal is. I promise you, even though it may not be the most intuitive thing, it may not be the first thing you tend to come up with. If you can figure out your internal and build the rest of the elements of your story around that, your story will be more grounded. It will have a better foundation than 99% of the stories out there that are being written. Okay, you need to nail down your internal. So that's step number one. Step number two, explore your character's backstory and theme. Now this does go hand in hand with the internal, but more specifically, the change your character goes through will be very much rooted in their backstory. So you need to figure out where they come from, what has happened to them in the past. Even if this is not going to make it into the story, you need to know this that has created their mindset when the story begins. Because in order for them to change, we need to understand how they got there to begin with. So let's go through an example. Um, it, you know, it, you guys know I love to use like Frodo Baggins as an example because he's very mainstream at this point, okay? So, and I've talked about this before as an example on other podcast episodes. If Frodo's problem that he's overcoming, the way he's going to change is to learn that despite his size, he can still make a big change in the world, right? They use the theme in the films. Um, even the smallest person can change the course of the future. We need to know what his backstory was that made him think he's too small to change anything in the world. And it's it's pretty obvious in Tolkien's story. It's because he's a hobbit. He's literally physically small. And he says several times in the story, the world of men is just too big for us, right? So it has to do with his physicality. But even if that weren't obvious, even if he was not a hobbit and was a regular sized person, you as the author need to figure out what made him believe that he was too small to change anything. Okay, that's what I mean when I say you need to explore his backstory. And you need to figure out his theme. Now his theme is going to be tied to the internal, okay? Because whatever he is trying to overcome, whatever change he goes to or she, you know, depending on your character, um, that's going to be integral to your theme. So think about it with Frodo. He's trying to overcome the belief that he's too small to change anything. And the theme becomes even the smallest person can change the course of the future. So you see how those things go hand in hand. This is the, these are the things you have to start thinking about with your story, okay? So if you have this germ of an idea or you just have a character or just have a scene in mind, start to think about these things, start to flesh them out. Um, the third thing you, I want you to think about is to create your world. Now, if you're writing fantasy and you're creating a whole fantasy world around your story, then that's great. And you probably have some idea already when you conceive of the story what that's going to be. But you need to flesh it out more. Um, chances are it didn't come to you all at once in that one little tiny premise of an idea. 
but even if you're writing a contemporary story in our world, you still do need to do some world building. Just because it's in our world, you'll have to do less, but you still need to figure out what the world of your story is. You know, I always say, um, if you're writing a story about a high school girl and most of it's set in high school, you need to figure out that high school. You need to figure out who the cliques are, who the bullies are, who the the mean girls are, who uh, the teachers are, all of that. That is the world of your story. Okay. Now you don't have to necessarily come up with strange creatures and magic systems because it's a contemporary story, but you still need to figure out the world of your novel. You know, if you're writing about um, something more like a thriller, like a um, Jack Ryan thriller, you need to figure out his world. You know, is he here in the States? Is he overseas? What is he dealing with in his life? What is his job like? You, know, you have to figure out the world of your story. So don't assume that just because you're not writing fantasy, you don't have world building to do. And I'm going to give you a little secret that most people don't think about. Your world needs to directly impact your character's internal arc, which is a really fancy way to say that the world that the character is in needs to be part of the change they're going through. So it either needs to help them change or it needs to hinder that change. They need to interact with their world in a way that will change them. So that's something to think about too. If you have this wonderful, super cool, fantastic world and it has absolutely no effect on the character internally, then that world has gone to waste. Okay, so you need to make sure that you are connecting the world you're creating for your character, whether it's a fantasy world or a contemporary world or a historical world or a dystopian world or whatever you're doing, and you need to connect it to their internal change, okay? And fourth is going to be to actually plot your story. <laughs> now, this is what's counterintuitive. Most people want to do the plot first, and there's nothing wrong with that. We all, we all do that. We want to plot the story. We're excited about the events of the story, but I'm going to challenge you not to go too deep into your plot until you've figured out these other things. Think about the internal first, explore your character's backstory and theme and figure out your world and then go into the plot. Because if you can get those other three things figured out or even mostly figured out, your plot is going to fall into place so easily because you'll already know all these things. And even if you're not sure exactly what the sequence of events is going to be, you can figure them out based on your character's internal, based on the world you've built, based on the theme that you're following. Okay, so these are the things that you need to start thinking about when you only have a small idea and you're not sure where to go with it. So you have an idea for a great scene between, you know, a girl and her vampire boyfriend. Great. You don't know where to go with it beyond that. And you don't want to write a redo of Twilight, right? So this is what you're going to do. You're going to sit down. You're going to figure out who this character is. You're going to figure out what internal change she's going to go through. You're going to explore her backstory to figure out how she got to where she is at the beginning of the story, how she's going to change and what theme you are writing toward. Then you're going to create the world she lives in. I mean, if there's vampires, that's a little different in our world. You need to create, um, are your vampires in a coven? You know, are there battles or what, what, what is their, um, community structure like, you know, you have to figure out all these things. What sort of supernatural powers do they have? And you know, you're going to create your world and then figure out how to tie it to your character's internal arc. Then you can start plotting the events of the book. Okay. Now, are, are these all of the steps you need to write a great book? Just boom, 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 boom. And you're done. <laughs> of course not. These are just a few steps. They're just the beginning baby steps of getting your novel written, right? Right. 
But these are the things that I suggest you focus on when you're first getting started. Because if you can get these four things figured out, then you will have the basics of your story kicked out. And then you can start writing and you can start worrying about the details as you go. Okay, so let's do a quick recap. Number one, you're going to start with the internal. Number two, you're going to explore your character's backstory and theme. Number three, you're going to create your world, make sure and tie it to the internal. And then four, you're going to figure out some of the plot events. All right, so for anybody who has just a tiny idea, you know, maybe it's something that you've had in the back of your mind that's been backburnered and you're just not sure if it's ever going to actually come to fruition and be a novel, you know, maybe it's just a little snippet you'll never use. I would actually challenge you to do this with one of those snippets because once you get going you're going to be amazed the stories that are going to start to form from those tiny little snippets and this is why i say that anything that you come up with has the potential to turn into a story if you're willing to do the work you just have to do the work you guys got to stop thinking that you can just sit back you know lean back put your hands behind your head stretch out and the story is just going to come to you fully formed okay it doesn't work that way it takes work it takes a lot of mental energy to create something out of nothing. And that is what we're doing with our stories. One more bonus tip I'm gonna give you is to start journaling. I don't mean journaling about yourself personally, I mean about your story. The really great thing about journaling is that you basically relax your brain and just let your thoughts flow. It's almost like um, we call it free writing or stream of consciousness. If you can start doing that in order to figure out these four steps, you'll be amazed what will come out of your brain because you're not trying to force it anymore. You're not trying to force the muse. Do you ever notice that when you're trying to come up with something, you just get, um, you know, writer's block or brain cramp or whatever you want to call it and nothing comes. And then when you stop thinking about it, cause you go on a walk or go to make dinner or get in the shower, suddenly all these ideas come, right? There's a reason for that, okay? You guys, it's a biological thing. You've got to stop trying to force it to come. You've got to relax your brain and just let the ideas flow. And one of the best ways to do that is to journal, okay? So just start either writing with a pen or typing, if that's what you'd rather do, anything that comes to mind. So let me give you an example of how it would work. Um, you have the snippet of an idea and you want to start with the internal, but you have absolutely no idea who this character is going to be or what their internal arc is going to be. So... Sit down at your computer, let's say you want to type it, and just start brainstorming. This character could be this, she could be that, she could go here, she could go there, she could have this relationship with her parents, she could meet this guy this way. I mean, just like, let no right or wrong, just let the ideas start to flow. You're not going to use 90% of it, but you're going to hit on something and be like, ah, that's interesting. Okay, I want to use that. Do the same thing when you're exploring the backstory, the same thing when you're exploring the theme, the same thing when you're building your world. You just want to let it flow. And if you will start doing that, practice doing that every single day, every single time you want to sit down and plan anything, any part of your novel, it'll be so much easier for you to figure out what your story is going to be. Okay. I promise you that I know from experience and it's something that I teach. Okay. So this is pretty much what I have today. And I hope that it is helpful to you out there, especially those of you who are either just starting out or maybe have some idea that's been sitting in the back of your mind and you just don't quite know what to do with it. Follow these steps and I promise you something will come of it, okay? Um, before you go, I am looking for um, authors for next month. So I'm looking for four authors out there. I have four slots who either 
um, what we've talked about today. So you, you either have the seed of an idea for a story, but haven't started hashing it out yet, or maybe you have hashed a lot of it out, but you're stuck. Okay. I'm looking for four author who authors who no matter where they are right now with their story, want to get their entire book written in the next six months. Okay. That is what I'm going to help you to do. This is for June. As I said, I have exactly four slots open. So if you're interested uh, in taking your current work in progress fiction story from wherever it's at to being fully written in the next six months, send me an email at um, liesl at authorlkhill.com. And I will put that in the show notes um, and tell me that you're interested. And um, we will chat a little bit more about whether or not I can help you. Okay. So that is all I have. Everyone have a wonderful week of writing. Make sure and get out there and write those wonderful stories that only you can write. And remember, there is always a market for awesome. See you next week. Thanks so much for listening today. Before you go, would you be willing to do me a solid? If you found any value at all in this episode today, would you be willing to share it with other authors just like you in the hopes that they might find some value in it as well? Happy story crafting this week. Remember, only you can bring the world the unique story that you are trying to tell. Only you can succeed in your own unique way in getting it out of your mind and your heart and into a medium where it can reach thousands if not millions of salivating readers. You don't have to worry about failure because there is always a market for awesome.